Welcome to the Memory Hole Show, where we talk about interesting ideas, promote freedom, and push back against authoritarianism. I'm your host, Brian. Welcome back to the Memory Hole Show, everyone. What a beauty of a weekend we just had. I love this weather. The temperature got to 31 Celsius, or about 88 Fahrenheit. Now, I was talking to two of my friends recently about getting together for some barbecue. Tim and Akeem, let's do this. Okay, so this week's episode came about from a confrontation I had with someone. Now, on a personal note, I've never been a confrontational person, especially not in public, but the event that happened this weekend, well, I just couldn't sit around and watch this go down as a bystander. Have a listen to the episode and let me know what you think if I did the right thing. Leave me comments on Twitter at MemoryHoleShow, or you can go directly to MemoryHoleShow.com and leave your feedback there. I'm curious to see what you think about how I handled the situation. Oh, and by the way, there's some foul language in this episode, but beyond that, don't forget to share the show and subscribe if you haven't already. And now, onto the show. When I started this podcast, I wanted to talk about ideas that affect society, problems we face, how individual rights are being eroded, how governments are becoming more controlling over our lives, things like that. I needed a place to vent to hopefully bring other voices and ears together in this frame of mind. This week's topic is a little different in that I need to talk about people's unreasonable expectations. This week I declare, people need to chill the fuck out. All of the authoritarianism we see the desire to control others fundamentally stems from people that don't stand up for what they know is right. On the other hand, you see activists advancing their ideas, which are usually way outside the Overton window. They aren't even shy about making others uncomfortable about promoting their ideas. So why are the activists brave with their ideas? Ideas that aren't even mainstream? They're shameless in pushing those ideas into the mainstream, and yet regular folks are so afraid to stand up for what's right. Now, I think part of it is the bystander effect. And most of us know about the bystander effect, but for those of you that don't, that's what happens when there are enough people around to form a group. This is the point where individualism is lost to the group. When some event occurs and the group is big enough, responsibility becomes diffused and no one takes action. Each person thinks someone else should put their neck out on the line. Inaction becomes the action. But here's the thing. If you watch what happens in situations like this, you will see those people that stand by take one kind of action They'll usually bust out their phones and record the situation, maybe even live stream it. But they definitely won't step in to help. It's crazy. The point is, though, that most people do know about the bystander effect and still do nothing. And here's why I bring all of this up. My wife just finished an eight-month course to upgrade her skills for work. I'm very proud of her. To celebrate, just a little bit, we went to the mall to walk around and get something to drink. She wanted bubble tea. So we went for bubble tea at a place in the mall, which is usually quite busy. This visit was no different. There were probably a half dozen people or so waiting for their orders to be filled and a few people ahead of us in line. While waiting in line, an order number got called and a 40-something-year-old guy comes up to get his drink. But I suppose something wasn't quite right. He started asking one of the ladies that made the drink why his second drink wasn't up yet. Why the drinks he ordered didn't show up at the exact same time. The employee, a younger Asian lady with a reasonably heavy accent and somewhat broken English, handled the situation pretty well. She said that it was busy and that the drinks were made by different people. Sometimes this happens. Well, 
that wasn't good enough for the guy. He continued to complain at the attendant that he's always gotten his drinks together. Why couldn't they do their job right? And the employee, and actually her coworker as well, pushed back quite firmly, I might add, essentially telling the guy enough was enough. But I could tell from the attendant's body language, her eyes not wanting to make eye contact with the bully, her turning her body away frequently as if she wanted to escape the situation that she seemed ready to cry from the uncomfortable situation she was in. At this point, a scene started to happen. People were all looking around uncomfortably watching this guy bully the lady behind the stand. He continued asking the lady for her name. She declined to provide it. My wife also became uncomfortable and said, let's just go somewhere else. This was a classic example of the bystander effect. Nobody would come to the aid of this attendant to defend her from this dickhead. Well, after my health issues from two years ago where I almost hit my best before date, something in me changed. I could no longer stand by to this kind of stupidity and be a guilty bystander. So I piped up. The line we were standing in was about six to eight feet away from the guy that was accosting the lady. I said in a volume that everyone there could be certain to hear, firm I would say, Hey, is this really necessary? You're clearly stressing her out. Your drink will get here when it gets here. You can see that it's busy. And after that, you could see the guy's body language change. This isn't how he wanted this whole situation to go down. His posture shrank and now he seemed embarrassed. He muttered something else and then he left. The point to the story was not to create a confrontation. The way I approached it, the tone of my voice was not likely to elicit a fight mechanism from the other guy, but it did show him that his behavior was unacceptable, that it would be called out, and that what he was harassing her for was absolutely nothing. It's like this guy escaped from Twitter and didn't realize he was in reality. He wasn't putting things into context. Waiting one more minute at a busy drink place wasn't going to kill him. And what did it cost me? Nothing. Yes, it's uncomfortable confronting people that are being stupid, but it was uncomfortable watching the situation happen as well. No one was doing anything. Hopefully the people that were there saw how I handled the situation, that violence didn't happen from standing up to this guy, and that you can do the right thing. The more people do the right thing, the more this kind of behavior can snowball. So here's the two takeaways for me. One, stop being wimps, people. Stand up for the people in your community, even if you don't know those people. If my daughter or my sons, for that matter, were working and were treated that way, I would be super happy to know that some stranger stood up for them. It would give me a sense of hope that people, strangers or not, still look out for what is right. And two, everyone needs to chill the fuck out. Technology and other influences have turned way too many people into demanding little morons. Gimme, 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 now, now, now. Put things in context. Most of the things people are getting bent out of shape over are not worth the stress they're putting themselves through. Look, go outside, feel the breeze, look at the sunshine, be happy you're alive. Slow it down a little. Life could be way worse. You could have bombs going off around you or you could have been born 500 years ago without electricity in the modern food supply system. Either way, waiting an extra minute for a drink, causing an unnecessary confrontation over nothing, tells me that way too many people are focusing on the negative instead of the positive. Be the person you wish to see in society, and then you will see other people being like that. Lead the way instead of being a follower. Being that person will be someone else's encouragement to do the same. So stay safe, enjoy life, and stand up for what's right. 
So what did you think of that situation? Have you been in an uncomfortable situation like that before and done nothing? I certainly have. What did you think about how I handled the situation though? Hopefully my pushback was a motivator for others to do the same. All these little steps, they add up. We can win this culture war, but it's up to us, you and I, the everyday person to stand up for what's right. Big government won't do it. Woke corporations won't do it. The education system certainly won't do it. You and I have to do it. Well, that's it for this week. Share the show notes so other people might get motivated from this episode. You can also share the show notes on Twitter or just like them on memoryholeshow.com. And until next week, speak up or you'll get memory hold. All content from the MemoryHoleShow.com and the Memory Hole Show podcast is for the purpose of entertainment and presented solely as opinion.